0: Basement Lounge fans, welcome to another installment of the VIP table. This is a special Patreon-powered show where we sit down with a special guest every month and talk to them about their career and what they got going on. We've had a couple of great guests so far, and our guest today is very special. Uh, You know, we owe a lot of success on this show to this guy and uh, everything that he's been putting on and all the help he does for podcasters out there. Uh, Just, uh, you know, forewarning you, the show is powered and sponsored by Poddex. You guys can use the code TBL10 at poddex.com to go get 10% off your total purchase. And that would not be possible without the guest that we have here. And that is, as I admit him into the Zoom call, Travis Brown from Poddex. What's going on, okay. my man? Hey, man, how you doing? Living the dream, man. Don't wake me up. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll try not to wake you up, but we'll also try not to put you to sleep today uh, as we talk with you. Uh, Travis is the uh, the CEO, the 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 mighty uh, leader of of Pod decks and the podcast builder club, and we're going to talk about all that, and as well as just where how you how you got to this point in life, Travis. Uh, and uh, let's let's start off right away with 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 Pod decks because they uh, have been a, a favorite product of mine. Uh, even and I'm not just saying that as someone with the show who's sponsored by Pod decks. <laughs> been using it for a while now. Uh, where did which, where did this idea of pod decks come from man
1: yeah so it's crazy man this is this this whole ride over the last like year was was amazing because pod decks was actually an accident so i've been editing podcasts for a long time uh as an agency you run out of time i can't have any more clients so i made a course i'm like i'll still be able to help people podcast and make really great content and so as a bonus for the course i was going to send people a deck of cards with my favorite what I at the time called friends questions. I had a list of questions on my phone that when I was at a dinner party or like the conversation was just kind of boring, I would like spice it up and I would ask these questions. People would always freak out. They'd be like, oh, that was so much fun. You're the life of the party. And I'm like, you know, it's really easy when you've got a really great question. So I launched the course, I sold two and no more. And I was like, hmm, that's weird. And then I started promoting that I had these cards that you could elevate your conversations, elevate your interviewing skills. And people kept emailing me saying, I don't want the course. What, what are those cards? So I said, hmm, this must be something people are interested in as a tool. So I, uh, I pressed 10 decks and made an ad on Instagram with my phone, just made a little video and put it up and I sold out. And then I pressed 100 and I sold out. And here I am now with uh, thousands of podcasters all over the world using pod decks as a tool to spark conversations, to have fun, to be spontaneous. And uh, I keep a five-year journal. And every day I write down like three things that happened and it just happened recently where it was just like Poddex idea. And it was like, and then a year later, here I am, I'm connected to amazing podcasters like yourself and we have this community and we have an app now. And I'm like, who would have thought? I would, I never would have guessed this is what uh, would have allowed me to be so connected to people.
0: You know, it's, it's funny you mentioned how far you've come and, and I, rem- I remember that Instagram ad. I remember it was like 3 a.m. and I was just on my phone You know, lighting up my face scrolling. I was like, "Pod, what the the hell is this?" And yeah, I I, I think as I ordered it because the cool thing with with the app is that if you order a physical deck, you can use the order code. Yep, have the deck added to the app. I ordered my decks so long ago, I can't add them to the app. Oh,
1: we got to get you (laughs) your order number then, Mike. But it's
0: it's, but either way, I've it's it's but regardless, it's like it's like that's just how far back this has gone and how far it's come since then, and just how much when this show first started and I was really getting my feet wet with, with the the one-on-one interviewing, how much that interview deck really did help. Uh, We, we turned it into kind of a rapid fire questions game. And uh, it's just, it's great to see how versatile this, this tool can be. And, but uh, what I'm, what I'm curious about is because you have the podcast builders club podcast where you Mm -hmm. you drop ten. what, like, where does your podcasting background come from before? Sure. Yeah. So I used to be a touring musician. Uh, I used to play rock and
1: roll, punk rock. I don't know if you heard of the Vans Warped Tour, but I used to tour all over the country and play music. And so being in front of a microphone, being an extrovert, entertaining, really just comes natural to me from that aspect. But through that journey, I learned how to record music, record bands, and learned all about audio engineering. So once I finally decided to no longer be a gypsy and sleep on couches and party all day, I said... Uh, I got to get a job. So I drive to this cubicle, a job I hated, but at some point I learned about podcasts. I started listening to podcasts and I was like, dude, these are all sound terrible. And based on the experience that I have, I could probably help people make like really good sounding podcasts. And uh, that's what I decided to do. I was like, maybe I can help people. So the first thing I did, which is what everybody does is I started a podcast with my friends and we, you know, shot the shit and joked around and stuff. And then as I started to help other people, I had less time to do my own podcast i was working on everybody else's podcast but during those times i would do little projects so i did a an audio documentary about a band called the smoking popes that i love where it's just all interviews and stitched together and then i did a show called unlimited data where it was just like jokes and trump jokes and and bits and uh, i've done a bunch of different things but i thought hey i'm always telling people ways that they can grow their shows. Why don't I just podcast about podcasting, which I know is like super meta, but it was a great way for me to get back into podcasting. Cause how disingenuous is it to be the guy who's teaching you how to podcast if he doesn't even podcast himself? So I thought this would be a perfect way where I can uh, do the thing I love to do and share some value and meet new people.
0: And that's, that's great. I was, I was, I was talking with uh, some folks on clubhouse the other day about getting into podcasting and brainstorming new ideas and and I I come up with ideas for shows all the time because what I'll find is I want a certain kind of show to listen to and if I can't find it I'm like well then screw it I'll make it myself if because it's not there
1: best make the art you want to see in the world man if you don't hear the music you want to listen to go
0: make it if you don't see the art you want to see go make it if you don't have the podcast you want to listen to go make it And there's so many, especially in in the last year with, with how the pandemic, you know, the silver lining of everything is all these tools like Zoom and StreamYard, uh, things that may have existed prior to the pandemic, but have now seen this huge influx because of the necessity and and the way that we've been able to integrate those things into podcasting just in the last few months, things like Sounder and PodPage that have come to fruition really changed the game. Um, and, you know, it was through you that I discovered those things. Um, how, you know, like, can you kind of give us an idea of like how you've seen podcasting evolve since like when you first got started to where it's at now?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So when it first started out, it was a, like mostly interview podcasts. Um, the format being that like, I'm going to start a show and I'm going to find people to interview. And that was like, I would I would say is 90% of what podcasts were. It was like two people having a conversation, three people having a conversation. And as we've gone closer to 2021 from a decade ago, content has become more curated. So true crime just took a skyrocket because people really like these audio documentary storytelling kind of podcasts. And of course, the news, right? Uh, people have completely adopted listening to podcasts as a news source, as opposed to watching channel seven so it started to evolve because people realized that they could disseminate information through this medium to the entire globe without any censorship without needing to be on a platform freely which is amazing because 20 years ago if you had a pirate radio station you would get like your door kicked in by the fbi and they'd take you down but now it's like anybody can start a radio station and do Pretty much anything they want on it. So, um, what I'm seeing a trend in now is more niche content. So, as opposed to just having a conversation with two people, it's more like focused in on these little hyper niches like fishing or baking or TV shows. You know, with the pandemic, every celebrity was stuck and they all had to start a podcast, which brought thousands more ears into the pool. Right. So, really great for podcasting. And I think it's the best medium because you can listen to it when you're doing other things. It's pretty easy to make. In my opinion, obviously I have an audio background, but like, as opposed to filming a YouTube video and editing it, having do all that stuff, this is way easier and you don't have to write anything down. You can just talk. And, And so it really makes it, it really gives everybody a level playing field to share the information they want to share, as opposed to having to have a camera or having to have a TV show that'll put your stuff out. It really I think it's really come a long way as far as the the acceptance from the general population, and then the technology, like you said, Zoom, that allows people to become creators.
0: Yeah, I remember a few years ago, uh, I I was I, I do stand up here in town, and we were we were doing a roast, mm-hmm. and everyone who went up on stage when it was their turn to take shots at me, it was always about the fact that I was. Oh, he has a podcast and nobody listens to uh, which <laughs> yeah. you know, may or may not have been true but it's so funny that i look to now i have those same people coming to me like so like how do I get into podcasting like, yeah
1: exactly yeah you were the you were the outlier of the group and uh the butt of the joke is now the uh the mentor
0: and for for me i got into it because i came from a radio background and with, with the way the radio industry is taken but still kind of wanted to feel some of that scratch that itch a little bit Is where my Love for podcasting came from, and I actually remember when I was in college, in high school, I talked. I I, for career day, I interviewed a radio DJ, and he said, and he was also a comedian. The thing about podcast, radio, and I guess podcasting as well that appeals to comedians and entertainers, you know, being a musician like yourself is you get to have a you get to have a microphone in front of your face all the time. Yes, and it's 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 just you you're creating like you said you're creating your own content, creating your own shows. And that you don't have to worry about, I mean, you can obviously like if you want to, but you don't have to worry about the video aspect and, and, right. the, and you just got to sound good. Yeah. You could podcast straight up from your
1: phone. Like right now you could oh, just yeah. like open up the voice memo app and start telling your best story. And you could even just forward it to your friends in a text and you kind of have a podcast. I mean, it's not, it the barrier to entry is so low uh, that you know, people can get into it without a radio background. Like you've got the awesome voice and the radio background, but a lot of people don't. They're just like, I would love to share my stories, but I don't know what to do. And so, you know, we have this big opportunity that, you know, I hope, I hope people have taken something away from COVID and been like, okay, I'm paused. What, what is the thing I really want to try now and try that or learn or grow or move, you know? And uh, th- it's been a really great year for podcasting. I mean, obviously, death and sickness is terrible, but I'm so happy that people have finally said, you know what? Like anything's possible. Tomorrow isn't guaranteed. I'm going to finally do that podcast. I've been sp- starting uh, talking about, you know?
0: And it's never, it's never like you mentioned, it's never been easier with, with things like sounder or I, I know people are touching, go on this, but like anchor where you literally yeah. can do everything from an app on your phone. Um, and I remember talking with a friend of mine, we were working on a, on a on a scripted serial show. Uh, right when the pandemic first hit and I was talking, I was thinking like, this is we're, like people who are making content like podcasts are going to see this, this influx of new listeners. And what I didn't count on was also just a massive influx of content. And so what I think ended up happening was we saw a huge increase in listenership, but we also saw an increase in shows and it kind of almost like they, I don't want to say canceled each other out, but kind of <laughs> a little ra- bit, raised yeah. the whole thing out. Um, I don't know if you've you've seen something, if you've noticed anything similar to that or if you've seen something different.
1: So what I've seen is that with a with a decline in travel and commuting, that that is typically a time that people would turn their car into like a mobile learning station or entertainment station. So we lost some of that activity. And, you know, with more podcasts out to listen to, like like I mentioned, the celebrities all came to the table. You know, people had to make decisions because it's a zero sum game. If I listen to your podcast, I'm typically not listening to another podcast. Right. So uh, that's where the really good content wins is because people will stick with you. But having all those options made it a little bit chaotic for what, well, what, what content do I actually listen to? So uh, one of the trends I've seen is just sort of like a little bit shorter content, more that, that, that sitcom 25 to 35 minute bite size or something that fits into your routine, like walking a dog for 15 minutes in the morning and being able to be either entertained or educated through that. And and once everybody gets poked twice here, the longer form content will pick back up because people have lots of places to go and things to do. And they're going to want to get that entertainment in the same capacity. So with all growth, there are challenges, but Um, I do think with the world opening back up, we'll also see a decrease in content now because people will be like, oh, well, I'm not going to do that anymore. It's too hard. And then all the people that have really developed their system and developed their audience, if they keep going, they're going to win. Because when you take that, take all those shows out that they were listening to, that they're not longer, no longer listening to, and you're
0: still there. Well, there's two more ears for the podcast. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because I was thinking about that the other day. How I used to travel a lot for for doing stand up or doing you know I was I was making short films so for film festivals and um, when I knew I had a trip coming up I'd usually be on the road you know nine to twelve hours I would intentionally like not listen to podcasts that I had been listening to. So that okay. way when I had the 12 hour drive, I could just marathon episode. Yeah, you'd build it up. Yeah. And and it would make the drive go by so much shorter. Now I have found that since the most the most traveling I do is my 15 minute drive to work every day. Yeah, I'm not I'm not digesting the longer because a lot of the shows I listen to are like longer movie review shows and things stuff. I'm not digesting as many of those because when I'm at the house, I'm I'm doing correct things or making things as opposed to right. just sitting in the car. So that's, that's, that's interesting. You mentioned that. I can give um, you a flip side
1: to that. My wife who has known about podcasts forever was never a podcast consumer until COVID hit. And then because her, her commute is too short. So she could never really get into anything. And now she's obsessed. I watch her go like, Oh, what podcast am I going to listen to today? And I just laugh. Cause I'm like, I've been telling you about podcasts for a decade and now, <laughs> now you're officially like, you're the consumer, and and I really have a creator mindset, so I don't consume as much as I used to because I'm trying to make more stuff. But it's just it's interesting to see somebody who is completely aware of a medium, who's now finally all in. So I think it's win win when it comes to listenership and creatorship.
0: It's funny. It's funny with with the being because you're in the creator, you're not listening to as many. I I do the same thing with people ask me all the time because I do stand up. Like, oh, did you see so and so special? I don't watch a lot of comedy specials because it. I'm trying to write jokes. I don't want their stuff in my head. Sure. And so when you're so focused on making the content, I can see how that would be a thing where you don't want to listen to too many other podcasts because you don't want necessarily to like be the unconscious influence. Yeah. You don't want to be too derivative without realizing it.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And I can imagine like as a comedian, you know, it's really important to make sure that you're creating something original and, you know, it's, anything that we look at influences us, no matter if we know it or not. So, you know, you have to be careful. But I do think a lot of people fall into the trap of like only consuming and wishing they were creators. And what that requires from you as a creator is to carve out time where you're not consuming and you're actually spending time making things. So it's a it's a delicate balance. Now, I still listen to podcasts and, you know, I got a Bluetooth speaker in the shower and, you know, my, you know, of course, my car and all those places. So I do still listen to podcasts, just not as much as I was when I was out in the world, because I just maximizing my time
0: uh, to uh, on the steering a little more towards the a little more personal here. So you mentioned, you know, you're a touring musician for a number of years yeah. uh, on the Vans Warped Tour, which is awesome. Um, yeah. So you're, you're married, married with kids. Yeah. Locked down. How long have you been married for?
1: I've been married for 13 years. Yeah. Right. Happily married for 13 years. And uh, I got two kids. I got a five and a three year old, a boy and a girl. I got a perfect set. So I've, uh, you know, I got the old <laughs> snipperoni and I'm done. And it's hilarious because my kids, you know, what you can't see here is an entire just shipping station of pod decks. And so my kids think a podcast is called Pod Deck. So when they come to my uh-huh. desk, they want to play with the roadcaster and they say i want to do a poddex i want to do a poddex which i just think is hilarious so
0: horrible i love it uh, how much do you love that roadcaster man
1: it's a great piece man it was wow. uh it was probably one of the better investments like i've had this this particular microphone the 7b for a decade cuz it's uh, i used to use it for recording bands and vocals right. so it was just something i had but the roadcaster really just uh it streamlines so many of the things in the process to have great audio. And so I mean, if they sold a two-channel one, I would buy it. I don't need all four channels, but it's 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 a no-brainer investment for any podcaster, in my
0: opinion. I think people I think people at first look like it because I mean it is made by road, it's expensive little bit, yes. Yes. but I, I can tell you it was the best check. I mean, it still hurt it physically hurt to press the checkout button on <laughs> um, it was like Wow, but it was it was so worth it in the end. I yeah, but
1: it. if you look at seven hundred bucks and you amortize it over five years, you know, would you pay one hundred and twenty-five dollars to have a really great piece of equipment that makes your life easier for seven years, or would you rather just keep pressing all these buttons on your DAW trying to figure it out? Like, in my opinion, yeah. it 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 levels the playing field for everybody to have great audio.
0: Well, I got I got into that point too, where I was like. I keep spending the low dollars, but I'm always having to constantly upgrade, constantly get something new. Let me just spend the big money and have the thing that's going to last. Same thing with, with the 7B. Yep. With with investing in a, I, I have a custom build uh, PC. It was like, I might as well just spend the money and have the thing that's going to last a long time as opposed to always being temperamental. As much as I love my, I, you know, I still love and use my Zoom recorder from now, now and yeah. then, but yeah. You know, it, it, it well,
1: there's an old saying it's buy cheap, buy twice, and it's true. No matter what you're buying, you buy a cheap car, you're gonna buy again, you buy a cheap TV, you're gonna buy another one again. So, like. Uh, I, what my, what I recommend for people that think they want to start a podcast is first, just use your phone and record your best story and listen back to it. And if it, if it gives you goosebumps, if it like really lights you up, then start looking for a microphone, but people, they, they buy all this stuff. Cause they think, okay, this is the stuff I need, but it's not always the right thing that they need. And so if you figure out that you really want to do this, then you can make a good investment in things that'll last you forever. Like this microphone, you could put it in a nuclear, you know, uh, fusion machine and it would still work so if you buy good equipment you're going to make a good product and then you can keep podcasting which is the which is the whole key
0: i get that i get that question a lot like how much money should i have set aside what should i get i am always like it, i always tell them the same thing it depends on how much you want to do this it, it yep. depends on how much you're willing to if like, yeah if you want to do this for shits and giggles 20 bucks tops if you're yep. looking the but you know because i think it's because they see the setup i have and they're like do I need to spend all that money? It's like, no, yeah. I chose to. My, I used to have people come over to the set for the first time the old, in the old place, and they'd say, wow, man, you must have a really good job. And I would just tell them, no, I just make really poor financial decisions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting my money in the wrong things, allegedly. <laughs> but I, I love it. Um, how, did, how did your wife first react when you told her you are going to quit your job? to, uh, to sell pod, to sell pod. Uh, So she's very supportive.
1: Um, So I'm the creative of the family. So I'm the guy who wants to make things and she's more analytical. So as soon as I could show her the numbers that I could, you know, meet my end of the, the bargain of our finances, that she was totally fine with it. So, you know uh, my advice for anybody who's married or in a relationship is to set a budget, figure out what your life costs uh, split it between you and your spouse and then, you know, we have separate bank accounts and we have a joint bank account. And so all the money for the bills goes in the joint bank account. We have our own money. We have our own, you know, we have a savings account together and we never fight about money because we know exactly what we need to do. And we put the money in there and the rest is just like, if you want to buy a million uh, lipsticks, go crazy. If I want to buy cameras and lights and all this stuff, it's on me, right? So um, she's super supportive. And she, I don't think I could have done it without... Uh, a supportive spouse because there's some days where I wake up and I'm like, I am I crazy? Like I just had $15,000 worth of deck show up on my front door boxes and boxes and boxes. And, uh,
0: sometimes I go like, what am I doing? Right. But <laughs> you gotta be a little crazy. You gotta believe so. And, uh, getting into, I want to talk. I also want to talk cause you just launched this thing in the last week. Yeah. Uh, Podcast builder club is going, you're going full legit with this. Tell 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 the folks who maybe don't know, about the podcast builder club like what it is and what you're doing
1: so this all started out by building a really great facebook group so i've got a facebook group it's free it's 640 real podcasters and we've kept the group really clean so we don't allow people to just spam and and leave it's it's really real people and i think it's probably the best podcast group i've ever been a part of um and so through that i'm able to help 640 podcasters through this group try to give them tips, tricks, networking, training. But at the same time, I'm sort of limited in what I can do for 640 people. So I've been investing in mastermind groups for a long time. I'll spend, you know, between a thousand and three thousand dollars every quarter on being around people who are where I want to be because I truly believe that if you're around, uh, people who are learning and growing, you're going to you're going to grow faster. So um, I invest in those things and I see the growth 5, t- 10, 100 times growth in the things I'm doing. So I said, I'm going to try to do this with just like 10 podcasters. I started something called the Inner Circle where I can have 10 people come in, pay a small monthly fee, and I can really get hands-on with their podcast because it's really hard to help 600 people all at once. But if I can really get hands-on with like 10 different podcasts and show people the growth, uh, they'll know that I know what I'm talking about here. And that they'll, they'll see my mission is to help other people grow these big shows. So it was just kind of the next step in you come into my world with pod decks and you got a tool. And then I do have some courses and some things and I have an app and then I have the group. And so the community aspect and teaching is something that brings me a lot of joy. And so I do charge a lot of money to consult like big companies, but I wanted to make something that was affordable that people could uh, invest in. And if they didn't show up, it would hurt just enough to make them realize like, oh, I should be showing up to these group meetings and stuff. So I'm super excited about it. It's just about full. And I can't wait to like document where they start and then where we end up in a few months or years or however long they stay.
0: And you know, I can, I can personally attest to like that you guys know what you're talking about you know we have we've implemented so many of the things that you have suggested uh, over the last couple of years into our show and and as you know we've we've seen uh, a really nice build-in momentum with our yeah. show within the last month and everything from giving you know trying out sounder and and you know it was pod page was it was huge the yes. pod page thing was massive for us um but also just little things like I, I was writing the most overly detailed uh, cluttered show notes for every episode it was ridiculous and it was driving me crazy and just even that when you went I remember the episode where you explained how to just break it down into you know the three questions the bullet points and I was like there's no way like I was was like is it really that simple and then I was just (laughs) like wow this doesn't hurt my head nearly as much anymore (laughs) just the, the, the loss of headache alone made it worth it Absolutely. And that's one of my main goals is to like reduce overwhelm,
1: right? I like the number one thing that's going to keep people from podcasting is putting all these, these barriers in front of them. So if I can break all those barriers down and keep them creative and keep them doing the thing that's fun, it brings me a lot of joy. And when you tell me these things, like this is what fills up my tank. It's not dollars in a bank account. It's when people tell me like, hey, listen, that one thing changed my podcast. It really, I can't even express like, it fills me up again so I can keep going. So thank you for sharing that because um, that's why I do this. It's because I'm passionate about it and it's, uh, I want to change the world in this capacity. So uh, I really do appreciate that.
0: Yeah. And I think it's important for people to know too, like, you know, we hear all the time, we we see people with podcasts and video shows who talk about their sponsors and you're like, well, they're just, they're selling something. You know, we reached out to you guys, you know, through your affiliate program because we had used your product we use your podcast and your information, and we were benefiting from it so much. So we really wanted to, you know, have that partnership. So it's like, well, we got to help, you know, drive traffic towards these guys and and, and share in that uh, because it really, I mean, it really. And for those who haven't maybe seen the social media, I mean, we we crossed five thousand downloads this past week, which is that's awesome, man. It, that's huge. It, it's insane to me when i think this is this is the third podcast i've done in my life and i'm just sitting back just kind of i messaged our co my co-host mike about it and he was just he called me as soon as he got the message just like you got to be kidding me yeah so we're, we're we're two we're two comedian idiots sitting here talking <laughs> shit about the snyder, you know, the snyder cut and all that and it's like okay i guess we're actually and you know as guys who've been doing stand-up for a long time it's like okay i guess we know what we're doing here something but yeah. We, we, we lend a lot of that to you to the point now where like, I look forward to every time a new episode drops, like what new tool is he, cause I'm so nerdy about this now. What new tool is he going to point me in direct in the direction of, so. Well, part of the,
1: part of the formula that I use is that I I'm testing a lot of different things. And then some of those things I end up using right personally. And then I'll share the things that I actually use with my audience to try to save you time of doing all the experimenting that I'm doing. So I'm glad it works. Um, and you know i know it's hard when you hear about a new tool then you're like oh now i need to get this but uh i'm just trying to bring the latest and greatest that uh, can help people you know save time and elevate their content and get it out to the right people yeah
0: so yeah i i, I love everything you guys are doing i'm so glad we could bring you in. before we let you go we're gonna yeah. we're gonna we're gonna like play in the inner circle here we're gonna pull up the pod decks app nice and we're gonna we're gonna ask you three questions from is there a particular deck that you're that you are fond of i know we just oh man i like Moody them all i mean today. uh
1: i love the goofy ones like the wtf and the the funny ones that's more of my like i have sort of a blue sense of humor
0: so oh, um perfect so, you know, i right, can be up, serious but this seems like an opportunity to have some fun this is the chance to have some fun we're gonna get i'm gonna pull up the wtf deck i'm just gonna shuffle through some random cards here by the way guys if you haven't already i'm gonna I'm gonna smooth it right here on the Poddex app on your phone. Check it out. You got you got digital decks there. One of the things I love cool is you also got the podcasting toolbox. You can yeah. scroll down, find equipment. They've got budgetary options as well. You can also enter, check out these explore and learn options. There's we, I, I, I pimp this deck all this app all the time. I nice dude, thank you. Yeah, we put a new course up today,
1: so we got some mini courses that you can so. consume in about ten minutes and apply to your show. And there's we do monthly giveaways, I believe that uh, boom arm that you're, right you you got right there was a was a poddex
0: app winner right there love it love this thing so i was much. so jealous i went out and bought one for myself mike so <laughs> it's a, mostly because and i thought i did the, talked about this on the unboxing too is like with this heavy microphone i was always having to constantly adjust the screw this thing is so sturdy i don't have to adjust the screw to move it it's yeah it's it's, so and nice. it's got the nice pocket to hold the uh cable in there it's beautiful. that was my favorite thing i'm yeah. as a as a tech guy cable management yeah so all right first one in the wtf deck if you were a member of the spice girls what would your spice handle be oh god i I think i'm too old i
1: know there's a scary spice Mm -hmm. um and then there's a ginger spice
0: there's a ginger spice do you know all of them oh god so i'm trying to channel my inner 90s kid ginger (laughs) scary sporty posh and baby Okay, do I wow. have to be one of them, or can I just make up my own? I think you should make up your own. All right, I would
1: be I would be Bald Spice. Be bald. <laughs> or Shiny Spice. Shiny Q Ball Spice. Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, the '90s were so amazing for the the five person pop group, right? Oh. I mean, like to have five people dancing and like five people singing any song is too much,
0: you know. <laughs> Yeah, looking at you, Pentatonics. Um, I'm kidding. I <laughs> love you guys. <man>. Um <laughs> then you I, I just watched a 2020 documentary about how like all those boy bands were run by this like one guy who stiffed them. Yeah, Ron Pearlman or, or yeah, yeah. stiffed them all out of their money. And and they talked to like Lance Bass, who was like when he sat down to get his first check and he thought it was gonna be for like, you know, thousands of dollars, it was like yeah. fifteen hundred bucks. And I was yeah. like,
1: ow. <laughs> Yeah, the music industry is not fun when you're signing contracts and you're young. Like, it's yeah. really set up to, for anyone who's a musician, like, you're in the best position now where you don't need a major label because major labels just spend money on your behalf and then they, like, make you pay it back. So, uh, those guys all got, I mean, I'm sure they're fine, but at, at that point, they, that Perlman dude made a ton of
0: money and fled to Cuba. Yes. Hashtag Free Britney. Uh, let's see. <laughs> what type of contest do you think would be fun to judge? Ooh, well, I mean, obviously
1: like a hot dog eating contest, a wet t-shirt <laughs> contest, a um god, anything that has to do with like the longest, right? Like uh I can play the drums for the longest, you know, the world record, like just watching people pretty much fall apart mm. after their
0: fatigue, that would be great. What about you? What would you like to judge? Um I I've judged a lot. Uh, I would <laughs> not that I'm a judgy person. I mean, I am. I'm just, I, I like to tell people I don't judge. I'm just a gossipy bitch. Uh, I would love to judge. Ooh, I'd love to judge like a sandcastle contest. That's a good one. I'm always so impressed because me, I was the kid. The sandcastle was bucket upside down twig. Yep, that's it. I'm done. done. I'd love to judge one of those hardcore sandcastle contests, and and God, they're so good. Yeah, some elaborate uh, sandcastling. I, used to, I, I lived down south for a number of years in, in, in Columbia in South Carolina, which is the capital. So we had the state fair there every summer or every fall. So it was always a big thing to go to. And they always had the big like sandcastle of the year that was like bigger than my garage. And like if it yeah. was sturdy enough, you probably could have walked on it. it just, that stuff always floors me. I love artistic stuff like that that I can't do
1: yeah there's i mean the beauty of the world is that there's something out there for everybody you know people love trains and they love Mm -hmm. sandcastles and it's like it's amazing there's a little bit of
0: something for everybody so everybody's nerdy about something it's true everybody's nerdy about something let's get one more of these in here um have you ever done something unbelievable only to have no one around to see it oh man like
1: pretty much once a day uh (laughs) I'm trying to think of the last thing I did that was unbelievable. You know, I would say that, like, I'm one of these one in a million guys where, like, my belt loop will get stuck on something that there's no possible way that if you (laughs) tried, like, I'll be walking past someone or, like, uh, for example, walking on the street, And then there's a guy riding a bike and somehow like my belt loop gets hooked in his handlebars or something where there's no way you could have ever even tried to do it. I'm the one in a million guy or like (laughs) I'll drop something that bounces perfectly into some place where I'll never be able to get it again. It's like the slot is that big. So that's probably a reoccurring theme in my life is that there's no one there to see it. You know, it's like, did you just, oh, no one, no one will ever believe me. How about you I, you got any good uh i, I had a moment,
0: I had a moment of like pure matrix save the day the other day um i was putting in a new shelving unit in my kitchen um and i had and my cat kept jumping up on the counter and she was about to knock uh knock a glass off and so in a fit i like reached out to grab the glass and figured, screw it, the shelf will drop, I'll pick it up later. And I had extended out my back leg and the shelf just happened to fall right on my back leg and not hit the floor. Yes. Sitting there like pirouetted on one leg like a flamingo, like, I live alone, no (laughs) one else is here. (laughs) It's just so not fair. (laughs) I was gonna say maybe you were like, I know you cook and you sometimes
1: you do the cooking tutorials, maybe you took a bite of something one time and you were like, you gave yourself the Heimlich maneuver or something
0: (laughs) on a chair. (laughs) <laughs> no i have i'll tell you what for every one of those cooking videos i put up there's about 10 that never make the cut because i take a bite of it and i'm like no yeah there you go this didn't work <laughs> <laughs> well travis brown i want to thank you so much for taking taking time out of your day to join us here uh the vip table in the basement lounge and it's uh, dude it's my pleasure I, w- I gotta tell you you
1: make me laugh at least once a day with your instagram or your tiktoks and if everybody here could just do me one favor, like all I want you to do is just, as soon as this episode's over, go to the podcast app you're listening to and give the show a five star review. But don't just give it like the stars. Actually, write something in there because you know people like Mike are are, are coming to you consistently, putting together content, trying to entertain you constantly, and the least you could do is. You know, give them a little slap on the back and say, "Hey, job well done!" Because reviews mean a lot to us podcasters. They help f- people find us, and it's sort of just one of those things that you can do for free to help out and
0: keep this show getting exposed to more people, so they could be entertained. So that's my ask. I appreciate that so much, man. And do the same for the Podcast Builder Club over uh, over on. And it's easier than ever to do it if you just go to our go to our respective websites because the yeah. page has the review page. And you can leave it right there. They can leave you a voicemail too. Have you yeah, used that? Use a voice. Those are so cool. I tested it out the other day, and I was like, "I wish people would do this. This is awesome." Yeah, download them. It's it's I, our new website. If you guys, if you're a podcaster, and you haven't used PodPage yet, like, oh my god, it's the best thing ever. It's the jam right there. Uh, I'm gonna roll the red carpet for you, sir, and I'm gonna let you uh, go ahead and and. in plug, pl- plug away, uh, what- oh, plug away. Well, Hey, listen, uh,
1: you can find me at poddex.com or you can find me at poddex on Instagram. Those are the two best places to find me. I'd love for you to say, Hey, I heard you on Mike's podcast. Uh, if you're interested in having great conversations, you can check out poddex or the poddex app. And, uh, thanks again for having me, man. I uh, was honored to be invited and uh, be a part of your legacy here.
0: I appreciate it so much. And you guys head on over to poddex.com check out get these uh, you think you're out of the hats now right they're sold out man i made 50 and they're all gone so if you got one you're in the club but you guys you got shirts you got mugs and you've got the decks themselves you've got the episode deck the i'll give you a little sneak peek we got uh we got new decks coming
1: here's two of the new decks let's see if i can get that in focus yeah yeah. Oh, those boxes are nice. Yeah, dude. We we really spent some time on the packaging to
0: make it very elaborate. There's some good stuff coming. So uh, keep keep your eyes peeled. So head on over to poddex.com. And don't forget, use the code TBL10 to get 10% off your total purchase uh, at checkout. And with that being said, we are gonna we're gonna say a bit adieu to Travis Brown. And uh, we will we will talk to you later, sir. Thanks, Mike. See you. All right, guys, that is going to do it for this month's installment of the VIP table. Once again, uh, make sure you check out the podcast Builder Club and the Poddex app and go to poddex.com and use the code TBL10 to get 10% off your total purchase at checkout. Thank you again to Travis Brown for coming on the show, and we'll see you guys again next time. Hey, remember, if you want to be a part of these interviews live be the live tapings and ask questions yourself. Join our Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash tbl underscore pod for only $3 a month, is all it costs to join our VIP section. You guys can also support us by going to buy me a coffee and ko fi. Ko-fi. Uh, head on over to tblpod.net and click the support button if you guys want to help us out there as well. We'll see you next month with a brand new interview and a brand new guest. Until then, as always, live well, rock on, take care and bye-bye.